is advised. Greg, Mike, and all right, we still have a name for her. We, we don't have a name for him. No. I still got a name. What is it? Oh, you're, it's going to be chosen for you, know, by someone in the audience, and. Probably not going to be as flattering as um, Shaft, man who rides Shaft with white mice. Uh, okay, we got to cut the... Uh, cut the what? The music you're playing. What is it? it sounds like a rain dance to me. It's me. <laughs> From the white man. Hey, red man, what is this? I haven't decided you don't know much about your heritage. That's authentic. Uh, uh, Knock off the powwow over there. That's an authentic. You know, it's not even a powwow. It's a it's a stamp dance. It's from the the Trail of Tears. Oh, very cool. At least you picked the right tribe. Well, there's more than one tribe in the Trail of Tears. But... This is true, but you did pick the right region. It's not like you're picking out something in the middle of the Pacific Northwest or something. It was a Creek Muskogee or whatever uh, stamp dance. So. Very nice. I thank oh, you. Yeah, but you don't. All even right. Know so, what, what what's the intro going to be for Redman here? Oh, he, well, if he hasn't decided, I'm, I'm putting it out to our audience to come up with a good, funny one. Um, See, actually, I'm still satisfied with Shaft, and yeah, I can live with the one that uh, Greg made up. So, you know, I'm open. <laughs> <laughs> Almost the man who runs let's, let's, Shaft. Let's is put, open. <laughs> Let us rephrase that. I'm almost open to any, to most things, not everything. Would you ask your pale face brother all about Red Man? <laughs> Red Man's a good one there too. Uh, all right, what are we talking about tonight? Well, I suppose we could talk about the sudden shutdown of everything, but I don't want to strain the believability that. Uh, Shaft here might actually know what the story is. There was a sudden shutdown of uh, what? You didn't hear that last Saturday that Dosh came in middle of the night and 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 uh, told them well, they had to close Space just... Mountain, they had to close Soren, they had to close all kinds of stuff. You hadn't heard about that? No, I, ha- I have. I've not. Well, then it's almost. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost yeah. not worth talking about. If you don't yeah. know, it was big news. Big, very big news. It was uh, Cal OSHA. And uh, according to the register, so I'm just going to go by what the register is saying, is that, as Mike said, Cal OSHA said that due to an accident that happened over at Space Mountain last uh, fall, no pun intended, <laughs> um, that a number of attractions, which included Space Mountain, the Matterhorn, and uh, Soaring, Soaring Soaring over California, had to close immediately. And they literally, in the middle of the day, just shut down the queues, told people to thank you very much and goodbye, and shut down the attractions, and that was it. Since that time, that was a week ago this last Sunday, since that time, Matterhorn opened up almost immediately. 
Uh, Soaring Over California opened up a couple days ago. However, Space Mountain is still closed. That's two weeks. And there's, uh, two weeks this weekend. Been, yeah, two weeks tomorrow uh, was uh, when they shut down the attractions. But like I said, Matterhorn opened up the very next day. And Soaring opened up the early, a couple days ago. But Space Mountain, there is no known time when it will be opening. Interesting. And this is because a worker fell and was injured. Correct. And the a couple of the things that weren't in the initial report that came out in a later article on the register is that the worker was not a Disney employee. It was an outside contractor that was working on the outside of Space Mountain cleaning down the mountain. As you, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, as you both know, you know, with Space Mountain being as wide as it is, it gets very dirty over the year and has to be cleaned off once a year. Well, in this case, they actually had an outside company that specialized in being able to do high-rise cleanings like window washing and that type of stuff. They came in to do the work, so they made all the decisions on how it should be done, and a worker was injured. However, in the meantime, it was the decision from... Uh, Cal Osho, or I'll, I'll give it, it could be Dosh. I'm not sure quite honestly who it is. I'm going by what the newspaper is telling me. The reports I've seen so far, I'm clicking around. It's it Dosh. says Cal yeah. on, on two sites I've been on already, it says Cal Osha. Nothing about Dosh. But. Yeah. Usually, usually Cal Osha takes care of worker injuries. Dosh takes care of when uh, one of the guests gets injured. Um, but in this case, like you said, Cal Osha uh, find both Disneyland and find the the uh, contractor company that was doing the work. So uh, with that, I will leave it. At, that's what has been in the paper. Do you want to know what the uh, famous insider has to say about it? What's the famous insider say? Greg's favorite famous insider. Uh, <clears throat> from the uh, Mice Age, because, you know, Al Lutz came out with the article like 10 days after the fact from from what he says is that well here I'll read it for the past 10 years Disneyland Resort along with all other permanent amusement parks in California have been subject to inspection and thorough review by California Division of Occupational Safety and Health DOSH DOSH inspections of everything park ride in Anaheim occur twice annually and cover everything from training paperwork to overnight maintenance procedures uh, there are a few Anaheim attractions that don't qualify for DOS inspections, most notably all the theater attractions and autonomous vehicles like horses, carriages, Main Street, or Davy Crocker canoes. Uh, let's see. Um, so each each attraction has at least one, uh, two inspections per calendar year, one that is planned a year in advance, and one that is a surprise inspection and that happens randomly without warning. In addition, any time a park guest is injured on an attraction enough to warrant a visit to a hospital, the DOS inspectors arrive and inspect the paperwork collected from the incident and go out to the attraction and reinspect the situation. All right. Uh, so the result is that there are DOSH inspectors on Disneyland Resort property examining attractions nearly every business day of the year. And over the years, the relationship between these DOSH inspectors and Anaheim management has become quite friendly and comfortable. But business is business, and when an outside contractor cleaning the Space Mountain roof last November fell and injured himself, the investigation was thorough and a big fine was in order. Like 200 some odd thousand dollars is what I read. But what happened next is where the normal rational system of safety checks and balances seemed to go off the rails. 
During the investigation of the Space Mountain incident, it quickly became apparent that a new safety standard applied to new construction in California wasn't being met by many of Disneyland's older rides and facilities. The new standards applied by Dodge states that any walkway that has more than a 30-inch drop off one side must have either double handrails at 42 inches height or walkway more than 6 feet wide or an approved safety harness system for anyone traveling along that walkway. The one exception to that rule is if the drop leads to water that is less than 4 feet deep, then the water is considered adequate fall protection and our narrow walkway is exempt from that standard. Which is why it's pirate- nice to know if you're on, if you're on a ten foot walkway, a walkway ten feet high, and the water is only two feet deep. It's nice to know that they consider that's enough of a fall safety. Yeah, which is why pirates and grizzly have been allowed to remain operational. Uh, okay, so somewhere along the line, yeah, two hundred thirty thousand dollar fine for the dude on Space Mountain. Uh, okay, so as a fr- uh, okay, last Friday when Dosh issued their findings in the November accident, slapped Disneyland with a two hundred thirty thousand dollar fine. Team Disney Anaheim safety team swung into action and quickly identified which attractions must be closed immediately to perform in-house inspections and assessments. The result was that on Saturday morning, cast members arrived to open up their rides only to find the locations locked down and off-limits. Even the opening park managers left scratching their heads as there had been no warning from TDA and no communication. Okay, so that's all speculation, I think. Um, important well, to realize... Uh, wait, here's the, here's, the, I'm sorry. here's the important thing. It's important to realize that these closures were not mandated by DOSH as older facilities are grandfathered into previous walkway standards. But in Disney's new safety culture, that is the height of fashion with trendy executives, it was considered gutsy and bold to close their attractions that don't meet the modern standard, even though Dosh had been inspecting those facilities for years and had cleared them for daily operation. Wait a second, wait a second. got to do this. I have to do this. Greg, what have you been telling me for years when it comes to building standards when they change the rules on a safety aspect? Well, that's only ADA. ADA, um, there is no such thing as grandfathering. Once ADA is changed, it's incumbent on everybody to update to that. This is Um, not an ADA situation. Well, it is and it isn't. Um, The CBS Los Angeles website said the Disneyland Resort voluntarily closes some rides after the Cal OSHA citation. Um, And I still haven't seen Dosh mentioned. I see he's saying Dosh all the time. I've got well, two major reports saying Cal OSHA. Well, if I can, if I can add, you, you're, it's what I mentioned. DOSH, Department of Safety and Health, takes care of situations when it's a guest that's involved. OSHA, Occupational Safety and Health, uh, they take care of when an employee uh, gets injured or, or employee safety. In this particular case, it's OSHA. That's and OSHA is the national. Cal OSHA is the state. It's Cal OSHA that's taking care of this thing. It's not a DOSH situation. Uh, people, because we do have it is, it is true. DOSH is there on a rather regular basis. We're always having DOSH do one test or another every week, and everybody, you know, is notified. Oh, they're going to be over at this because this is this is its due date for inspection. So people get used to using the word DOSH all the time, not realizing that. That's for guest safety. We're talking about an occupational incident, and that's where OSHA comes in instead. Well, if, if I do some Google searching here, uh, DOSH and Cal OSHA are interchangeable terms for the same agency. Are they? Yes, that, they are. That's, that's, that's new to me because I was told differently. So. If you if – you, the, the, the URL for California is www.dir.ca.gov forward slash DOSH. You click on it, and it says 
Cal OSHA. Oh, wonderful! So okay, it's the so same. It's the same group. Same agency, but maybe two groups that. And uh, I don't do, know. Could be. Thing. Right here on their website says Division of Occupational Safety and Health, better known as Cal OSHA, protects workers and the public from safety hazards through its occupational safety and health elevator, amusement ride, aerial tramway, ski lift, and pressure vessel inspection programs. So I think DOSH is their old name, and that's what everybody calls them DOSH. I mean, DOSH is their new name. No, Kalosha is their new name. I think DOSH is their old name. Whichever. Ah, well, they call yeah, themselves Kalosha, but when you read it, the Division of Occupational Safety and Health, that spells DOSH. And their own uh, shortener is DOSH. Yeah, I, that's the way it reads to only me. Remember, I only remember hearing DOSH about... Starting about ten years ago, it was shortly after the uh, the uh, tragic incident that was over at the Columbia, and then I started. And there was a couple guest injuries that the happened on a couple feast. different rides, and suddenly I'm st- starting to hear Dosh, and uh, and not Os- not Cal OSHA. So that was my understanding when it was explained to me was Dosh takes care of the guest end of it, Cal OSHA was still covering the uh, employee end of it. But regardless. It's a state agency. Yeah, and, my, and that just might be an internal thing, you know, like one side of it handles, you know, like you got certain people who only investigate this, certain people who only investigate yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, but, uh, yeah, I was reading, reading something here about some fire extinguisher situation at Space Mountain, and it's uh, Cal OSHA's proposing penalties of $234,850 and abatement penalties. Um, for April 22nd and May 15th, suggesting Space Mountain might be down for a while. Um, and then, then there's some, you know, like quotations described as willful serious. <laughs> Whatever willful, willful serious yeah. means, I'm sure that means something to uh, those kind of people. Yeah, that was, that was a comment that was made in the Orange County Register where that, quote-unquote, Disney knew of these, uh, the uh, lack of these sort of the safety that they're, seen as a problem disney knew of this and willfully did not fix it so that's what the red paper was saying you know what there's actually is a page um on the the casafety.com site that's osha versus cal osha what's the difference and uh it basically is saying that osha is the feds and that california department of occupational safety and health cal slash osha or dosh so yeah, it's um, pretty much the the same thing. Yeah. So interesting. I had just you know again stepped in it and accepted your explanation without checking it, and look what we've been doing. No, just kidding. <laughs> Whose explanation? R- Richard, wow. I've just been whatever. Kalosha Dosh. It's two separate things. I hadn't even looked it up, but now that we have. So um, here's the interesting thing. You know, they can charge. They charge Disneyland their fee structure. Has uh, fees charged for inspections, reinspections, and investigations changed from $125 an hour to $195 an hour? That's how much the state charges Disneyland to inspect their rides. Well, when you consider it takes an average of about a couple hours, well, anywhere from some rides, one hour, but most of the rides are at least two hours. And then how many attractions do you have that they have to inspect? Well, I would say. An hour doesn't sound like very long to go through something like pirates. An hour sounds more than enough time to look at Dumbo. Correct. You know what I'm saying? 
So some some attractions, there's just you know you don't know you don't only count where the guests are, but you got to count where the workers are and, uh, and all their right. safety and everything and, and and the backstage areas for those attractions. So I could see how some could be multiple hours. You know. And and some of the things that they're inspecting, they're inspecting the operation of it, whether you know boarding, uh, disembarking. Plus, also, how do you evacuate if the ride becomes stuck? What is the likelihood of the stuck, and what are the contingencies of, you know, what you're going to do with the guests and everything? So, some of it can take a little while. I, I, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear. I don't think Florida goes through this kind of crap. Um, oh, they. It's interesting that you bring that up because um, later on in this Al Lutz article, it talks about how. Uh, all this crap that they're going through Disneyland and none of it's happening in Florida. All their clones in Florida are still running. Well, remember they don't have Cal OSHA. They only have OSHA. And I actually though, you know, remember after the accident with the monorail, uh, what was it? Reedy Creek came in and reamed them one. If I remember correctly for some safety things, but I, I just like, you know, they don't have, if there's a yellow line, that's sufficient. You stand behind it. You don't have to put gates at every single attraction. You know, California has become overly safety conscious uh, and litigious, as we we know. So I think a lot of it's there just because of that. Where in Florida, yeah, they still trust you to stand behind the yellow line. And that goes right along with what uh, Mike was talking on the if it's more than 30 inches high. They, uh, what I was understanding, what I was reading in the paper, is they're insisting that anything uh, roof access, any of these type of things, uh, all have to have railing. Period. And as you know, when you've walked, when you were working there, Greg, when you were on roof access, there there were specific markings. Most of the time, you knew where you were not supposed to go past. Uh, on the roofs, there are pathways that are marked that you're supposed to stay on, that you don't go anywhere near an edge for, you know, just common sense safety purposes. But Apparently, uh, we're in the state that common sense isn't very common. So, I well, some of that. Um, it, I know because I put in roof accesses. You don't have to necessarily have rails around them, or not all roofs have barriers at the edge. I mean, it depends. There's a lot of, in my experience, been a lot of variations on that depending on you know, what the access is for. Because usually, you know, you have access to get to equipment on the roof to work on, you know. And, you know, so anyway, I mean, it just gets, you know. It's very muddled. Trust me, it is very muddled. Well, the, you know, the building code in general is gray. Um, there's very little black and white. It's mostly gray. And I have this discussion with a building inspector we know all the time. Usually every Tuesday we get into something about uh, building codes and but definitely is, like, is this the same building inspector i had to listen to your conversations for several hours yes. on the way to las vegas yes yeah and definitely <laughs> when, when, when they fix the railing in um the uh golden horseshoe that that was a, a huge violation of the code and you know, they fixed it one way. I probably would have just rebuilt all the rails in the style of the the place and done it that way instead of doing what they did, which looks like a, you know, looks like a Mickey Mouse job. But well, you got to understand, if you build it as high as they want it, then you can't 
see the show necessarily from the position where the chairs are. Bummer. You're looking between the railings like the little kids to go see the show. I kind of actually like the railing. I thought it was very classy looking with the brass rails. And it's sufficient to be a high enough railing. And it, at the same token, allows you a very clear view of the show while you're sitting up there on the uh, balcony. Yeah, I think it obviously looks Mickey Mouse and done after the fact. But Oh, I like it. It looks cool. Uh, anyways, yeah, this, this kind of stuff can get serious, um, stop, start costing serious money. And then you got to look at now the guests look at it and now, you know, the air, their inconvenience and, you know, what it does to piss them off, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Could you imagine though, like showing up and now it's closed. Your shit yeah. is canceled. You know what I'm finding interesting in all this is the, um, the log ride and, at uh, not is getting a major rehab. They're rebuilding all of the animatronics, and they're doing it in the style of the original. So they're, they're it's not like they're going to have some great new movements. They're going to still be somewhat like the old ones. But you talk about an attraction that's got just things. You, you've been on that. Let's say all the logs get backed up in the stop. And they have to evacuate. There are areas where there is nothing next to that flue. It's like, how the hell are they going to get you out? And You know, I, I, I see Disney get hammered on some of these things. And I look at a place like Snots, which, you know, I like for what it is, has some really old attractions that don't look like they're have very much in the way of safety and getting people out. And that latest attraction they built, they've had nothing but problems with. Um, and now, from what I've been told by a cast member, or uh, not a cast member there because they're not cast members, but an employee, that's part of the fix. It takes you about 10 minutes or 12 minutes to get up for it to do its thing, and then about another 10 to 12 minutes for it to get down. So the cycle time alone is almost 30 minutes. For what now? Uh, yeah. That, this is for the wind seeker. The one oh, the, the one that they, they shut off because yes, it stuck right. people up there? Okay. They've had it, it, nothing but problems. And they operate, Cedar Fair operates a couple of those across the country. So it's not like it's a new attraction they've never uh, operated before. But this one has just had nothing but problems. And should I explain exactly what the ride is for those that are, have no familiarity with Knots or the Windseeker? No, they can go look it up. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So three 300 feet tall, sitting as a swing, so going around the, in a circle. The whole thing of looking it up just kind of is lost on the red man. I guess you guys don't know what computers are. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, they're listening to it right now, and some of them are in the car right now, are kind of wondering what the Windseeker is, and they don't have a chance to pull over to get onto their yeah, they can go smartphones. Um, it's interesting with this guy falling off the roof, though. That no fall protection was he up just up there walking around without a safety harness or anything? I just kind of wonder about the stupidity of the people who are supposed to be experts in cleaning. Uh, these type of buildings. Again, going by the Orange County Register article, the he was tied off. They were about a third of the way down the roof, uh, working on the side of the roof there. And he was tied off in a harness, working, and the tie-off came undone. And he went slip-sliding down the outside of the mountain. Uh, part of the fine is because of improper anchorage. And that's part of where they're saying Disney was aware of this, and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah, sitting uh, on a, a boatswain's chair, and when he fell 20 to 30 feet down the structure. So, interesting. 
Yeah, so. something about Disneyland also failed to approve anchorages or approve tiebacks for contract employees to attach to. So, All I can say is my personal thought is this was the reason why an outside company was brought in. They're supposed to be specialists on this. They're supposed to say, oh, that's proper or that's improper and make the adjustments. That was my understanding. Now, but on the other side, let's say, let's say you own a, one of these tall buildings they clean. The guy who owns the building is responsible to know whether or not what they're tying off to is sufficient to be tied off to to hold the weight and all that. So somebody from our engineering department was so probably, I'm guessing, supposed to say, okay, here's where you can tie off. This is meant for this kind of tie off for this kind of work. And maybe they didn't. Uh, maybe they didn't know. Uh, who knows? It's yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. So what else are we talking about besides uh, – Shut well, down all these we have no over-unders. The unpaid intern is uh, Doing, okay. earning, earning his pay this week. That's okay. But let me ask you this then. Um, based on – we ha did have some email. Um, one of them came from Spence. Did you have a chance to talk to Spence? Yes. At Westfest? I did. And did you get into his email? I talked to him about how he thought we would do that. Well, my big question is, what the hell is he talking about? Because he's complaining about something, but he's not giving us any samples or examples of what we were supposedly off on, knowing that this is a show that really doesn't, you know, do a whole lot of research anyways. I, I think and he, we really don't care about it, too. I think maybe he feels like he wants to join, you know. It could be, well, I told I him he could, he could Skype in and then, you know, he could type a message when we go Sit there quietly until we need him no he said he wouldn't even talk he would just type message into the That's chat right. window sit there quietly um but yeah so i don't know what it was he um i mean would you be willing <laughs> to try i mean you could ask him no no i it just he says you guys said something stupid wrong i can't think of what you were trying i was like you know, it would help if there was, like with the intern, he doesn't always give us all the information. So if we had a little bit, um, um, you know. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. I don't give a crap. That Why not? Uh, did you get the thing from Mark, um, the March Madness of brackets? I did, but, I mean, you want we can go through it. I just thought it was it's a little bit, uh, you know, old. Open oh, it, take yeah. It. I mean, I've, some other shows have done this too. Where, see, this is the problem with the. If it, I didn't open it up yet, I just kind of read the email. If if I see what he's getting to, he's going to say we start off with let's say Space Mountain versus Big Thunder. Okay, then that that win, then Space Mountain moves into a new bracket. Space Mountain against Pirates, and uh, you know, and you just keep. But how do you start attraction? You know, how do you? No, he's got them bracketed like this. So he okay. see this is his. Seating in just his. So he's got Indiana Jones versus Pinocchio, Monorail versus Dumbo. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Mansion versus Carousel, Peter Pan versus Alice, Space versus Canoes, Jungle okay. versus Buzz. I mean, some of these, are, they're, they're, I mean, there's no question in my mind, but um, okay. Did you also get the one about, uh, see, Mark sent me another one. There was something about, uh, here it is, second best park in the world. Did you get this one? What's the date? Um, it was, might have been April 22nd. Uh, actually, April 21st because I forwarded to my other account. Oh, yeah, I see it. 
Yeah, second best park in the world. Yeah. Um, I clicked the link that says, why that face? Plantation Basically, Island Resort. Disneyland is the best theme park in the world, and they think this Fiji world or whatever it is, is the best park in the world. Or second best park in the world. So meaning Disney Disney World's not even in the, the top two is what I was gathering from this. The Fiji Times. <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is this like Nara Dream World again? No, no. no, no this <laughs> resort has been named the second best family resort in the world by Out and About with Kids magazine. Now, if it didn't say with kids, Out and About usually is a term for like, gay and lesbian groups. Then it still might be Why? a gay and lesbian group with kids. Because um, remember, I told you about the film festival I went to, and I thought, "Oh, here's a group of films called Out and About. That sounds like fun." It was the gay and lesbian films, which there were two that were okay. Uh, it's not that there's not, anything wrong with. Yeah, them. we, we got to make sure. <laughs> Why? I, I I don't agree with it, but it, you know, in this country, you're free to do that kind of thing if you want. So I'm not not saying anything besides what I've already said. But it says, um, in and out with Kids Magazine and its annual Best of Family Travel Readers Choice Awards. Disneyland Resort in California beat out Plantation Island for the top award. Raffles Group of Hotels and Resort Directors of Sales and Marketing. Hannah Ref said the management and staff of the blah, 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 blah. They're so happy to be number two. Uh, I'd like to see pictures of this place. Well, I guess you probably could do a search. I'm going... That's what I'm doing. Plantation Island. (laughs) Plantation Island. The last time I heard those two words together was when I was in Jamaica over at a at a, a pineapple plantation. I thought you were going to say something else about your your um, uh, your your long lost family and your relatives on the plantation. No, 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 no. <laughs> Plant- uh, are you kidding? <laughs> your long lost relatives on the plantation. It's called a reservation. Reservation. Not yeah. necessarily. You follow the whole plantation thing. Ugh. It's it's called anytime we get settled, you white people find out something else that you like, and so you move us again. Um, <laughs> no, you're, you, you guys are totally lost. Just forget it. Uh, I I came. No, we're not lost. We're just not going that direction. I got something that doesn't even seem to make. It's not even a theme park. It's more just a, a like resort destination. Yeah, it's an I'm, island. I'm, I see water slides. Yeah, it's and like beach. an island resort. So, which I guess is kind of cool. I've never been to one of these, but that might be fun though. I think I'd be a little bored here just walking the walking the island. I like to do a little more than that. But I got some new news for you. Okay. Market House in Disneyana. How long have those two uh, items been at their location on Main Street? They are now gone, gone forever. Well, Market House and what else? Disney Anna. Disney Anna hasn't been there as long as the Market House. I mean, Market House is uh, day one, I think, in that location. I think you. I think you are correct. So what? What is? It, so where did Disney Anna go? Or is it just kind of it, 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 all the um, the gallery down at the bank? Yeah, all that stuff's down at the gallery, and the gallery is being renamed Disney Anna down there at the bank. I I think. Wait, yeah, the Disney Gallery is no longer Disney Gallery. It's now Disney Anna. It's it's becoming Disney Anna, correct? Interesting. Um, so what's going in this this uh, space now? Bucks. The space that. What? Starbucks. Mm. Yeah. 
Wow. Now I do think I do think that they are going to come back and they're going to probably give it the Market House name. I think, but it's still going to be at Starbucks. Starbucks at the Market House or something like that. So, well, like you got uh, Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical Cafe over in California Adventure, but it does have the Starbucks name underneath it. But it's called the Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical Cafe. Pig Cafe. Well, you know, I mean, people probably are cringing a little bit, but. How do you think Disneyland started? There, there, there was a brazier place. There was a piano. Pl- I mean, there were all kinds. Rex Re- all drugs. Yeah, it's all, all sponsors and sponsors. So, uh, yes, and I gotta say, it is cringe a little bit. But hey, you know, it is extremely popular. You, especially in the uh, first three or four hours of the day at California Adventure, that is a very long line over at. Uh, I think that Starbucks. line's long all day. Now, you're so, probably right. The problem, it's, the it's, problem with the. The Starbucks, if you want to order a sandwich from that cafe, you get to stand in the Starbucks line. Yep. You want to enter, order anything else but Starbucks, you still get to stand in the Starbucks line. Yeah, it's it's too bad they don't break that down a little bit. Um, so you, you know, if you're not, but then how do you do that? Because maybe somebody squirrels over the line and say, oh, can I get a cappuccino or whatever the fuck those drinks are called too? Um, <laughs> do you have to say no to them? No, go back to the other line. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of double-edged sword i guess with that but well, they, they do still have some separation i mean you have the ice cream and uh i can't remember what the other uh location has but they're separate from where the starbucks so i mean you can go get your danish and starbucks it's the usual fare that you would find at starbucks any starbucks with the danishes and everything or you can go somewhere else now tell me do, do does starbucks hire their own people or are they still Disneyland cast members working in the Starbucks style or they're under their, you know, because you, you'll find a Starbucks sometimes like in a movie theater, but they're not real baristas. They've been no, kind they're of trained. Yeah, they're just trained to they're operate kind of the equipment. Yeah. So yeah, very good at it either. I have been told I've had very limited going in and out there, but they're Disney cast members that have gone through additional training to be able to do the Starbucks drinks to start the way Starbucks wants their drinks done. And they do have a Starbucks uh, regional manager that comes in regularly to make sure everybody's doing it the way they like it. Now, are they Starbucks prices or are they Disney prices? Mm, uh, there's, I think there's Starbucks prices that are a little bit higher than normal, but they're not, yeah. they're not outrageous. Yeah, I was kind of amazed at it because usually if I go to Starbucks over at, down the street over here at Target or even the regular Starbucks down the street, these prices are only like maybe 15, 20 cents more than what I would usually pay down the street here. Oh, that's not too bad. Is anybody eating at the new Duke of Earl or sandwich? Uh, Earl, Earl of sandwich, sandwich? Yes. Yes. What's your thoughts? Just like the one in Florida. And ah. so not impressed? That's the same. I, I, every time I've been over there for like a movie because I haven't been in the parks, it is crowded. But, Obviously, people are finding it uh, either a good alternative to what else is on the street, or it's darn good. I can't figure. I like their sandwiches. Know. I just think they're a little bit pricey. Yeah, okay, I like their sign. It's you know established like seventeen something. I'm like really. <laughs> yeah. No. So, interesting. But I think the Earl of Sandwich, the actual guy that made the put the pieces of meat between two pieces of bread he probably is from the 1700s yeah I, you know, the, uh, I might think of that i think a saturday night live <laughs> yeah <laughs> one thing that is cool about that location is when they built it they actually have a cast member window in the back of the store 
So cast members can go around back and order sandwiches there as well, and they do get the discount for cast members. So we've had a lot of people that have been doing that, and they've been pretty jazzed about the sandwiches they're getting out of it. So, You know, it's something different from the in-between food. Not only is it pricey, but it's also not a lot of seating on the inside. Most of the seating's outside. Oh, you mean there's a tiny section that's inside in the because it's all undercover. Yeah, and, and heaters and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Although I shouldn't say anything bad about the in between food now that there's a subway in the in between. So. Yeah, it's not bad. I guess. Probably pricier than the normal subway, though. Again, not too terribly bad. It's about equivalent to the subway down the street from the house here. I mean, after getting raped in Vegas for eating at a subway, I mean, I really felt <laughs> dirty and I didn't get a reach around or anything. It was like, oh my God. Okay. okay, since you brought that up, that was a subject I was talking with a couple of people what, over the last couple of days. Being raped or uh, paying too much for a sandwich? Paying, paying too much for everything in Vegas. Vegas used to be known for cheap. having good, cheap food. There is no such thing. Greg and I went to uh, Johnny Rockets, which is supposed to be reasonable, and we're paying more money than I think we spent over buying a cheeseburger at Outback Steakhouse. Well, I didn't eat a cheeseburger at Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No. That, that, oh, that I didn't have a bacon cheeseburger. Bur- yes, you did. See? No, I had ribs there. The first night. We went there a couple nights later at 11 o'clock at night and had dinner there. That's right. Um, But Johnny Rock Emily would cost you about $12 to $14 if you get a drink. Uh, That's about normal. I think it costs us about $18. Yes. But your little $3 breakfast uh, flatbread at Subway, you know, the little one you get for 3 bucks, was 6 bucks. So it was double. Heaven forbid you should want a uh, foot-long breakfast sandwich. They were $10. Yeah, a bit pricey. But, you know, that's Vegas. I've never thought food in Vegas was all that cheap. Buffets have always been overpriced as far as I'm concerned, and lines that are way too long. I'd rather get some service. Um, but that's just me. One of Karen's friends just loves the buffets. Thinks, thinks that's the best way to go, and she, she visits the line maybe once now if you go with someone like our friend don you get your money's worth which don <laughs> uh big don okay the building inspector though those are the ones where they say oh no 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 the buffet line's closed yeah <laughs> oh you've heard you've heard john panette's uh uh take on the chinese buffet when they see him come in no. we closed <laughs> Well, we dry clean now. <laughs> there was something in the news about, uh, I'm not sure where it was, where, you know, two guys were coming every day to a buffet. They literally were cleaning them out, and they, they, they were saying, no, no, you can't. They were ban- trying to ban them. Their sign says all you can eat, you know. Uh, it doesn't say within 20 minutes or within 30. And those guys would just, like, I guess, clean this, this joint out. But, uh it's like, like Homer Simpson that one time at the all-you-can-eat buffet, and he actually shut down the restaurant. So, so how was uh, Westfest? I saw one or two complaints that uh, nobody followed the schedule. And they that was one complaint from one person. Find- yeah. Who well, was? Was it accurate? Uh, yeah, I guess it was. Oh, okay. Because I asked someone. I, you know, uh, I had a visitor Monday, and 
he said he didn't notice it, and sometimes he stepped away from the crowd and came back, and he was able to find people. Well, but, that's the whole point, uh, right? You don't so, have to follow. You 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 were given the schedule so you can decide what to show up for. Well, I get that part, but I, I was my impression was, and I did a little communication with this individual on the side, and he made it sound more like you know if there was a three o'clock something, there was nobody there at the three o'clock something. So yes, you can do whatever you want. But I guess the thought was that at those scheduled times, a good amount of people would be at some of these things. And my impression was they weren't. So no, that they, being there, I don't know. I can only go by what I read. I know exactly what that one comment was directed at. Oh, okay. You can tell me later when we turn sure. it off. But yeah, just to, you know, aside from one or two bits of drama, uh, it was a standard. There, there's always drama. No, well. But yeah. About 40 people. The biggest uh, turnout was, I think, 38 at one point, but there's still some people missing. Now, I got to ask since uh, I didn't have the opportunity to get in there, did uh, you have a good goat, goat, goat session this time? No. Or were you kind of just lost without the mountain? They did their goat. Okay, see, I I didn't go on Saturday, and they did their goat thing at the petting zoo. Oh, okay. There's goats there. <laughs> okay, I guess that works. <laughs> well, there's also goats and pirates. Goats yeah, that's and true. Pirates. Goats and there's pirates. also goats in Small World. I know the goats in Small World. I'm trying to think of the goats and pirates. There used to be one chewing. I thought he was. He, he oh, was in the scene the, where the women are being chased, or the men oh, are chased. Oh no! Right before the, where the uh, the fat the fat girl is. Oh. All right, there's some goats over there. Don't be cheeking. <laughs> that scene? Yeah. There used to be goats there. And there might be one over in, you know, the food area, the politically, politically correct food area, too. I'm not sure. But I definitely know there there used to be one somewhere around, like, where the, the chickens are all sitting around. And I mean, it's barter. You might trade the goat for the girl. Who knows? Some chicken. <laughs> hey, on Pirates, uh, they've, uh, I was told they've changed effective yesterday they changed the menu for uh, dinner just some minor changes and what was the i'm trying to remember at pirates of the caribbean they changed the menu bayou yeah, blue, the bayou blue bayou restaurant oh blue bayou okay blue bayou restaurant i'm trying to remember the new item that they brought in but the most important thing to note is they still have the monte cristo sandwich that's all that really matters for lunch for lunch only unfortunately yes but that's true and the uh Beef short, the ribs, the boneless ribs are also only going to lunch. They're not going to serve those for dinner anymore. Huh. So, but we were talking about Big Thunder Mountain for a moment with the with the uh, goat, goat, goat. I was. Are you having fun there, Greg? A little mood music. That's what you hear when you're in the uh, Blue Bayou, right? You hear a lot of that. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. And the occasional, but slow uh, picking banjo. Mountain. Yeah, you gotta get the slow. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I have any. I, I have Irish fiddle, but uh, don't think I have a slow banjo. Jeez, whoever is driving just went into the side of the wall there. And you get a lot of this too.
Mountain. Uh, all the new track is installed, and the crane's coming down in about a week. Really? So, yeah. So I'm guessing they might even be a little bit ahead of schedule. Interesting. Totally exciting. Is it? Wasn't it? Is it? Yeah. All right, so, so if there's anything I, else, did you want to run through this uh, spreadsheet? Eh, why not? We got time. I've got nothing but time, so. We got lots of time. Okay. So. So I should just read them in, in pairs and we'll go and. <laughs> okay. Right. okay, so Indiana Jones versus Pinocchio. Indiana Jones. Indy. All right, so let me control. No, put it, paste it here. Okay. Monorail versus Dumbo. Monorail. Yes. I agree with that. Mansion versus Carousel. Mansion. Yep, I agree. Pan, Alice in Wonderland. Um, Pan. Peter Pan. Really? You don't like the psychedelic... The two-story, Alice in Wonderland, oh, flying, okay. No, that you know, Peter Pan, for being one, that is one of the originals. I mean, the way that it's basic design, right, Greg? With the overhead monorail system? Well, it's it's the original monorail in Disneyland, yeah. But it's, it's for a simplistic story, they really tell you a lot with a very simple, I just, something to me about the flying part versus the psychedelic fanfare on, uh, yeah. Okay. And that's, now, that's they, what with have, me. I, did they have their 420 meet on uh, Alice? No, no 420. That's funny. Space Mountain Canoes. <laughs> there, there was there was a post on the Facebook about that. Yes, someone was being funny. The Fed, right? Being funny. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was this last one? Space Mountain Canoes versus Canoes. Oh, Canoes. Yeah, oh, see? Go I, I'm with Greg. I'm with Greg. Canoes. No, Space Mountain. Come on! Oh. I, you know... Being with the canoe races for so many years, I do like canoes, but I'm leaning towards Space Mountain still. I'm surprised since you don't like roller Cruise, Jungle Cruise, Buzz. Jungle Cruise. Buzz, Buzz, come on. Jungle Cruise. Buzz. No, see, I can't condone what Disney is doing by condoning firearms. Uh, Uh, Okay. I've got to go with the Jungle Cruise. There's firearms in the Jungle Cruise, too. Only used for a defensive purpose against animals. That's all you're doing against Zerg is defense no, against he, Zerg. He's a individual, oh, a person. Shooting gosh. That's just not right. I don't agree with this one. I think it should be Buzz. All right, Big Thunder gadgets go coaster. Okay, it's got to be Big Thunder. Big Thunder. Big Thunder. So far, all the top seeds are winning. We have no upsets, which is stupid. Then, although uh, Buzz Buzz had a challenge there. I know, but you know, Autopia Snow White. Space Mountain almost did, but you know, uh, Autopia Mike's Snow White. Culture. Autopia, Snow White. Huh? Autopia. I'm leaning towards Snow White. Mm. So you're the tiebreaker. Where the hell are you from anyway, Private? Mm. <laughs> All right. I, I... Especially when you take into consider the, uh, I mean, we're taking the present Snow White. We're not going pre-82. Does it matter? Yes, it does definitely matter. I like the sets a lot better. I don't like the cardboard cutouts that they have. I'm going to go with Autopia, even though. Ah. All right, Star Tours, Astro Orbiter, Star Tours, Star Tours. See, all right, Disneyland Railroad, Mark Twain, Railroad. 
I'm going to go with the Mark Twain. I'm the tiebreaker again. You know what? I am. Um, I'm going to hold. I'm going to. I'm going to go with railroad because I'm going to pull for a different boat. Yeah, you were right. It was the railroad. Okay, Matterhorn, Casey Jr. Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Yes. Roger Rabbit, Columbia Sailing Ship. Roger Rabbit. Columbia Sailing Ship. I'm going to go with Columbia. Thank you very much. There's our first upset. Splash versus Poo. (laughs) (laughs) Or do you (laughs) Do both. Splash your Poo. Uh, or if you poo, do you splash? I know it's gonna be splash because we all hate poo here. It's, it's I don't hate poo. I just I have some issues with it, but I'd go splash. Toad, small world. Toad, toad. I agree. Control C. Pirates, mad tea party. Pirates, pirates. I got the last time I've been on the teacups. I've gotten sick a couple times. Hey. Subs, tiki room. Tiki room. Tiki room. Oh, another upset. All right. Of course, he put submarine voyage, not Nemo, but all right. So now wouldn't have made a difference for me. So I went Tiki. Okay, so now we're going back to the top to the second round here. Indiana Jones, monorail. Indy. Ooh, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'll Indy on that. When it's working, right? <laughs> when it's not broken. Yeah. When it's not broken. Mansion, Peter Pan. Mansion. Mansion. Okay. Let's see. Space Mountain Jungle Cruise. Space Mountain. Richard? Mm, I'm thinking that one. I'm going space. Uh, just for the... Uh, be different, I'm going to say jungle. Uh, well, it's two against one, so space advances. I, yeah. <laughs> I could have I could have gone with the group, but I was to be decided to be independent. You got to have it on record at least, right? That's right. Big Thunder, Autopia. Big Thunder. Big Thunder. I agree. Big Thunder. Star Tours, Disneyland Railroad. Ooh, Star Tours. I agree. I abstain. <laughs> Peacefully, right? Courteously. Courteously. Sorry. <laughs> Matterhorn bobsleds, Columbia. Matterhorn. Really? I'm going to lean towards the Columbia still. Uh, I'm with Richard on Columbia, but Matterhorn's a Matterhorn. Uh... It's close, but especially now, the way they have it worked out, uh, I definitely like. I want to see. Columbia I want to see. A, all right, yeah, I'm doing Columbia. Sorry. So you'd rather just go on a slow boat on a on a stick than a fast. We already have Space Mountain for and Big Thunder. Yeah. Represented for Spat. Splash, Toad. Splash. Splash. Pirates, Tiki Room. Wait, you didn't you didn't chime in on that one. I agree with Splash, so okay. Pirates, Tiki Room. Pirates. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Pirates better than Tiki Room. Yeah, I'm gonna have to lean towards Pirates on that one. All right, here we go. Next round. Indy, Mansion. 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 Okay, I'm with that. 
No dissenting vote there. Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain. Um, Space Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain. Space Mountain. Ah. Sorry, Richard. I like Big Thunder. Oh, I like Big Thunder too. But <laughs> Star Tours, Columbia. Star Tours. Star Tours. I agree. I guess I'll lean that way too. Splash versus Pirates. 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 Yeah, I agree. All right. We're down to the final four here. Very interesting. Final four. Okay, so Mansion versus Space Mountain. Mansion. Mansion. Okay. Going with the classic, okay? Other bracket. Star Tours, Pirates. 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 <laughs> I could have seen this coming a mile away. Well, this is going between Tomorrowland and New Orleans. New Orleans just took the... Uh... So so that leaves Mansion versus Pirates for your final... I saw <sighs> this coming... I could. I should have. You know, we should have. I should have guessed how this would have turned out. Then that would. Yeah, that would have been interesting to take some side bets on what how some of these would have went. Um, so we're down to mansion versus, versus pirates. This is this is rough. Two classic e tickets. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got my vote ready. Or. I'll spit it out anytime. Go ahead. Pirates. You know, I gotta go mansion. Oh it's <laughs> about to say pirates. Yeah, go- I'm with pirates. Sorry. So pirates that was kind of fun. Pirates is pirates is the winner. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you know, um Character Breakfast did a thing like this over you know, multiple episodes and people voted. It was interesting sometimes to see you what you would expect would be the easy winner. Sometimes wouldn't, you know, and it's it seems kind of random sometimes. But um, you know, seedings have and pairings have something to do with it too. Yeah, you know? yeah something could get knocked off early that maybe shouldn't have been knocked off. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, but th- those are always kind of fun. I th- I like doing that. I mean, is, is Mansion your all-time favorite ride, Greg? Well, you know, I, there's so much that I like about Pirates, but the, the trickery um, that is used in, in Mansion is something I've, uh, you know, always enjoyed in the whole ghost thing. And but that's a tough one. It's it's tough to choose between those two. But you know, I did, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> It was kind of fun today. I had the opportunity to uh, walk through Honda Mansion while it was shut down and took a couple of new people with me just touring through the area and just trying to explain Pepper's Ghost and just realizing, you know, that's an illusion that's been around since I think the 18th century and it still works so amazing on that attraction. Uh, yeah, it's like um, I've got it here pretty handy because I've actually looked it up and been you know, I've tried to explain it multiple times to people, and some people just don't get it, and uh, some people do. But it, when we, you know, when we interviewed uh, Rolly Crump, he even had the book handy where uh, it was first published. I think eighteen 
1838. Oh, okay, 1800s. I was thinking it was a little further. It was a little older than that. But I was explaining to the. Uh, you know who it's named for, don't you? No, who? Guy named Pepper. <laughs> John Pepper. John Pepper. I was going to think it was Pepper. I thought it was going to be like Gwyneth Paltrow or something like that. No. No. Sorry, I threw that out. You're done. All right. Hey, uh, Mike, real quick. I know Greg hasn't had a chance. Did you go over to uh, Interventions with the uh, Stark Industries? I did. I did. What did you think? Okay, well, here. here, I thought it was okay. I thought it was a nice little addition. Um, The line to... Is it Tra- worth for what the line is? Well, okay. So the line's outside. I think the last time that building had a line queuing up outside of it is, you know, decades in past. But let's go back though. You you are now. Well, have they changed it from? Is the queue still going up the exit? Yes. Yes. The entrance is so it's taken to the second floor first. Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, which I just think is ass backwards, but and and quite honestly, when you get to the second floor, they take you all the way around the building. Yes, they so that you come in away from the Stark Industries, and you're pushed. You're directed to go through everything else before you to reach get Stark. To it. And, how, yeah. and how big is the Stark Industries? It's one little <laughs> corner. It's got. Uh, it's where it's where they had the cars displayed, the Honda cars. Okay, so it's not that large of an area. No, no. It's got a few suit. It's got like six or seven suits. Um, and then you can stand in line and stand in front of an Xbox with a Connect and get virtually dressed into the Iron Man costume, and then so so in a, in a way, it's just an archive setting to see a couple of the suits from the yep. movies. Yep, and it, play it, with it, a little bit more of the Disney interactive. People games. are queuing up for this, and you're in switchbacks and waiting. No, no, it's not like that. No, it's not that bad. the The line goes outside, and they just push you through in groups. And then you just go around the whole circle to get to Stark Industries. You mill around. This is what my son and I did. We mill around for a bit, look at the suits. Oh, that's cool. Watch the people play with the Xbox Connect thing, where that you know, like I said, dresses them in the thing and uh, in the Iron Man costume virtually, and they do a couple games and they get shuffled out. And and that used to be the exit over there, right? You'd walk in one door, go around, play with whatever you want to play with, and go out the door. Right, it's right. Now, it's the, now they, the door now, coming in is right next to the Osimo. But now it's closed, and they make you go downstairs to the House of Torture to go out. Yeah, well, the last time I had to go up to get into it, we exited down. Now, you last, probably, t- last time I went out. in there, we went in. We went. We had to go up to get in, and we came out on the second floor and went down the same ramp. Oh, I why people were doing that, but you could also exit at the bottom. Correct. Which is what I did. But now, but now, now you not, have now you have no choice. Yeah, because you'd be interfering with the mobs who want to see a couple stupid costumes for the well, movie. Have, yeah, but you have no idea. You have no idea till you get in. And well, then, now that you know, would you would you have waited again for that same? I, kind I of think thing? I waited five minutes. Oh, that's nothing. Okay, I waited five minutes. Now, if I wanted to wait longer for the virtual thing, that would have been probably like that. Was, there was. Probably 15, 20 people lined up for that. So that would have been an easily 30-minute wait just to do that. And there was no way we were waiting for that. Yeah. But to actually get in and just see the little statues, not that long at all. They have, they have the uh, suits. I, I'm not sure about all of the suits, but I was told the uh, first one, the quote-unquote prototype one, which is the one that you saw in the first movie when Tony Stark was making his escape. 
near the beginning of the movie. I was told that was the actual costume that Robert Downey Jr. got to wear as well. It could have. But, it could have been. It looked. Yeah. Is it I don't know about the others, but yeah, it's 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 it's, it's bulky. For one thing, you can see that. Yeah, that would easily fit. Somebody could fit inside of that. I don't know about the rest of the costumes. Yeah, I would agree with that assessment. Uh, with the exception over, you saw the display case that's over by the uh, Xbox. Yeah, stuff. with the helmets or something. No, it had that, a foot that, in it, and then a couple other. Yeah, those are the actual props from the third movie. And that helmet that was there is the one that Robert Downey Jr. wears sometime during the third movie. Mm. So. So, but it's only limited time magic, right? It wasn't. It's going to be gone in a couple, in a week or two. I don't know how. No, I think it's going to be there a little bit longer because you know it's the whole synergy. You want to promote the film as long as you can. If I hear, I don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> Got big ears. Lots of synergy going on. Yeah. Monstrous summer. Oh, we got the, yeah. They, they've been pushing that new stuff. We got some Monster U did merchandise. You, did big. you see that picture of the the projection of Mike Wazowski on Spaceship Earth? No. Yeah. What do you what? Do you, the first trailer I saw for that film, I was not impressed. The second trailer, the longer one they're showing now, seems a bit more interesting. Though I'm still not quite sold. It's like you've seen the new poster for Disney's planes, which just seems like you know rip Full off cars rip off. Yeah. Cars. Yeah. Um, now and it says Disney's, not Pixar. So I you know I wasn't really sure if we'd ever see anything in animation that said Disney again versus everything coming out of Pixar. Uh, but it does have a very Cars-esque uh, look on the, 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 the poster. And I haven't seen a trailer for it. I did go see Jurassic Park 3D yesterday at a matinee showing. And? Uh, well, it was really cool to see Jurassic Park at the big screen again. Now, it wasn't on their biggest screen, but it was still, you know, bigger than the TV, of course. Uh, the daughter who I went with, the middle daughter, had never seen it on the big screen. You know, she only seen it on a home video or DVD. So she found it very intense to see it on the big screen. Interesting. Most of the, most of the effects still, you know, um, look good. Uh, what I told her was it, the ones that look really good are the ones that were actually, uh, you know, real physical models. Puppets, she thought yeah. I was going to say real physical uh, dinosaurs, but some of the CG ones, not quite, you know, because we're used to seeing so much better now that they don't hold up quite as well. You know, yes, it's post 3D, so there's some limitations on that. But I'm not one that wants to see the 3D of the 50s and the 80s where they were always waving something in your face. Think, or even yeah. think, I shrunk the kids or, you know. Cheap um, 3D tricks? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and she said, I was explaining that to her. Yeah, she goes, oh, I didn't like Captain Neil. That was dumb. Or Journey into Imagination. Uh, yeah, and some of those were just done. Magic Journeys, that's Just it. because. And they could, and, you know, people kind of like, you know, flail their hands out and act like idiots when they do that. Um, but what I like about good 3D is it just makes you feel like you're in the environment. That's what I liked about it. It gives you, it gave you a lot of depth in the park or in the room. Um, and they didn't overdo any trickery. 
so when, even when I, I kept waiting for the part where, you know, images appear much larger than or closer yeah. <laughs> than they, to see if they played any trick with that. Not really. They pretty much just kind of put you in almost a view master, you know, where you feel the depth of it, but it's not thrown in your face. Um, but it was just good. To, you know, I, I really don't think they needed to do 3D. They could have just re-released it. And in fact, my theater is now advertising um, a four-pack of classics for 20 bucks. You, you get all four films to see a, these remastered on the big screen again. One of them is uh, Mel Brooks's um, uh, The Western. Um, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. And it's, it's awesome a, movie. It's a funny trailer, and I don't think I've ever seen it in a theater. I, I was trying to think that I see it in a theater, or have I only seen it on on video? But they 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 talk about something about like classic Hollywood, and then they're all like, <laughs> you know, doing that scene. With the, <laughs> Want some more beans, Mister Taggart? <laughs> I think you boys uh, had, had enough. enough. <laughs> uh, the, so you got that one. You got the Graduate. You got Aliens, and. Raging Bull. That's just the, the four-pack of classics that are remastered that they're bringing back to the theater for four for 20 bucks. I thought that would be kind of fun to see. I, I They were they redid all the Godfathers, you know, and I missed them. I thought that would be kind of cool to go see those. I've never seen those in the theater. I think I saw those all uh, home videos. I was, you know, trying to tell the daughter that certain films just need to be experienced on a big screen. Some of them don't. Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Nah, yeah. But Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Aliens, I don't know. I, th- I think Alien kind of shows its shows its age. No, I, I would say Aliens, the second one, very intense movie. That would work good going back up on a big screen again. The one I like to call the plural version. The plural version, yes. I, I just, No, I meant effect-wise. I don't know if they would hold up very well where you might oh god this is a long movie I don't know you know it, it still has a good story and the action I mean uh, what's his name kept the action running Cameron really good James Thank Cameron you. James Cameron <laughs> kept the action going really good uh, I don't think you're going to have a chance to really sit back and analyze the effects and compare them to what we're used to seeing today. I think you're going to be too much involved into the storyline. Uh, you know, really none of the alien movies did a whole lot for me. So, you, you know, I, I don't know that I could agree because it's just, those weren't for me, but for, yeah, for you, you might, that might be cool for me. I don't you know. So you I, don't, kind of, uh, I just remember I was just white knuckle going through those movies. Yeah, you know, funny thing that um, I'm not a fan of the horror films, right? <laughs> really? But, <laughs> I can but, think of certain, uh, you know, things like arachnophobia. Oh. I was just going to bring that one up, oh. Greg. You and I should take Mike to arachnophobia sometime. Uh, Only what? one condition: you get to sit between Mike and me. Uh, I've already uh. taken him to the arachnophobia. That was funny. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, for 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 me, it was a uh, it was a science fiction film first. You know, so that's how I was able to deal with it. Oh, with arachnophobia? Yes, because it was a it was a science. No, not with, no with Alien. Oh, Alien. Okay. You know, Alien was really technically a horror film, but done in the science fiction genre. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it was a science fiction film first. So. Yeah, it's. <laughs> but anyways, I it's kind of nice. You know, like I say, it was good to see it on the 
on the big screen again. I, I, I would, I'd say it's worth the, the money because like your kids have never seen it on a big screen either. We They've talked always, about taking them to see it. Yeah. yeah it gets expensive with the family. The yeah. 3D, they get to the little upcharge for that, and uh, that's why I went to see matinee. So here's something interesting. The aliens was a uh, Jeopardy question the other day. Really? Oh yeah. yeah, I did see that. You saw that, right? So Sigourney Weaver's nomination for Best Actress for Aliens was the first time anybody had uh, a science fiction film had been got that category. Yeah, nominated for that category. Of course, she didn't win. Well, the uh, the girl with the talk, uh, Marley Maitland, she won. She won that year. Oh, the deaf girl. Yeah. Okay. Children of a Lesser, Lesser God. God. Good movie, but you got to. There's got. She's and she's a great actress. You can't tell me there isn't a little bit of a sympathy vote there. Really? <laughs> I know we'll probably catch hell for that, but come yeah. on. Come on. Uh, I wanted to see 42. I just wasn't in the mood. I do want to see it. I, the, the the other, because I, for my birthday, I got a couple, like, a uh, uh, couple movie tickets, and that's when we saw, whoa, what the F did we see? It was down between uh, 42... And what other current films are out right now? It's pretty bad, but now I can't remember um, what Left films. that much of an impression on you, eh? Yeah. But, well, we saw Olympus Has Fallen. That one I actually kind of liked. That was fun. Um, God, what the frack? That's pissing me off now. What do you can't remember? Uh, the film I just saw with Karen, because we got, for my birthday, I got uh, from Kathy a couple movie tickets. and uh, It wasn't the uh, Tom Cruise well, movie, was it? Oh, yeah, it was. Oblivion. Oblivion. Oh, okay. Um how is that? Okay, I had free tickets. Remember that. <laughs> now, I, I know some people have thought it, it's really good. I think it's good. I don't think it's really good. Uh, it's fun popcorn film. I don't think it's outstanding in any ways, but it had it was interesting. Um, if you had paid full price, not matinee, but if you had paid full price. And what's full price at your theater? I think mine's like 11 or 12. Ten, mine's 10. Really? You get a discount? Uh, no, if I get the discount, it's eight. Well, this is downtown Disney or another one you go to? Uh, another one. We go to the uh, Krikorian. Oh, the Kevorkian. Okay. Kevorkian. The Kevorkian, exactly. Um, yeah, People are dying to see movies. There. The Cinemark uh, Century that has, I think it's 10 or maybe it's 10. I don't know. But anyways, it's so, you know, figures, just figure minimum 10. Um, I would say matinee. I would say matinee. Matinee, you wouldn't have felt cheated? You felt that you got your money's worth? I don't think I would have felt cheated uh, on a matinee. Okay. But full price, I don't know. Then again, you know, one of Richard's favorite movies is one that you couldn't pay me to go see again on the big screen. Which uh, is? The one with Natalie Wood, um, her last film. Oh, Brainstorm. Brainstorm? It's not my favorite. I just thought it was a really unique, interesting film. Cricket. <laughs> um, now, you, yeah. did, now did, you ever, did you ever see it on the big screen in 70 millimeter? Doesn't matter. You know, they don't yeah, do that anymore, right? No, no, they don't. Do although, even, even, although with digital cinema, it would still work just as well with digital cinema. The main reason was, though, that when they showed that in the theater – the entire film was, for the most part, three by four format, except when they went into the brainstorm effect, where you're going seeing the visual and everything, and then they went into super cinema scope, and that's where the 
in the old days when you ran 70 millimeter film, it came in really nice. Nowadays with digital projectors, you can still do it just as good. You know, um, you can show Howard the Duck on the big screen, but still- no, no, sorry, no, I'm sorry, I, I have to call it right there. Never there, seen there's that. There's to be no, there is to be no talk about Howard on this show ever. Or what's, what's that other one with the little? I because uh, I asked Karen, I said, "Do you want to see the movie with the little actor?" She goes, "Which one?" Willow. Like, with Tom Cruise. Uh, Willow. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. We, they could show Willow on the big screen again, but it's still Willow. Uh, yeah. Um, did, you, did you guys see the funny little thing Harrison Ford did? On, yes. Uh, oh gosh, that was Jimmy funny. Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I only caught it on Hulu because there was something on Hulu about. It. I'm like, okay, I'll go watch this. Yeah, that was that was. He know what he did. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. That was classic. That was. Who let him in here? What are you <laughs> trying to pull? <laughs> it was my wife. <laughs> it was also pretty good. The uh, next night or the two nights later, he was on uh, Craig Ferguson, and of course, Craig Ferguson starts off talking about being a pilot himself. So his whole thing was screw the film, let's talk flying. And they just kept going that direction. Nice. Yeah, so I saw some interesting trailers. Start, you know, every new Star Trek trailer I see is just making me salivate. Can't uh, can't wait yeah. for that one. When is this? When's the release date uh, for that? May May fifteenth, I think. I told Karen. I said, you know, I must apologize to you right now. We were watching the trailers. If I'm still out of work and I've got enough cash, I'm not waiting for you. I'm going to go. To the <laughs> I'm not waiting day. for you. <laughs> <laughs> she, really, she wants to see it uh, pretty pretty badly, too. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I had a, I did have an interview last, uh, oh, this week. Now I have to go back. I knew I was going to get a second interview. And though now that I got an email with the second interview about, I'm really not sure how to approach it. So Let's talk offline then. Yeah, it's 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 kind of an interesting thing. It's not that it's bad, but it's it's just um, it's just not what I expected for the second interview. It's a very creative second interview, so let's just put it that way. All right. Well, uh, well, we're at we're at an hour. If you want to wrap, yeah, why not? Since we're really just kind of not talking about anything, which is right. normal. But I was going to say, is there any going back to? Disney and Disneyland and all that other crap that we're usually talking about. Is there anything else that you can add, Mike, about uh, West Fest? Anything that took place over at California Adventure or any of that type of stuff? All right. So, yeah, we'll wrap up with this because... Other than shrinking year by year. There's... Well... uh, I, I, I will open up real fast. My apologies. Did not make any of the sessions that I was, I hadn't really intended to make a couple of the sessions there during the weekend. However, some personal matters popped up during the weekend that just prevented me from getting there, but I did get to see some people on Friday and on Monday. So did you get your Facebook picture yet? No, I haven't. (laughs) It looks like you're channeling Walt right in front of the statue. I I gotta go take a look at that. All right. So, uh, I, for the first time in three, four years, Three years, I've had no commitment on that Thursday night, so I was able to go have a couple drinks. Uh, Friday, I was there in the evening because I uh, also for the first time ever, I've had to work on the Friday of West Fest. Um, had to skip Saturday because had two of things keep me out of. It's not like I could do one thing and then go for the rest of the day. They were both bad time, 
So I was there Thursday night, I was there Friday night, and I was there most of the day Sunday. And like I said, there's about 40 people. Um, we had some fun. Uh, we had a, a couple few people who had never been to Westfest before. One of them was Carl, y'all's friend Carl. Yeah, I know Carl. Um, and then some girl who was from, like, I think she was from Phoenix or somewhere. She just never, ever been, just packed up and came on down. And then we had some surprise visits from uh, people who weren't saying they were coming but showed up anyway. That was Well, Spence was one of those. Yes, right? and Holly and uh, Trish. Okay, so, I, I have, sorry, I clicked into the, the, the West Fest thing of people still commenting and someone posted the picture of uh, the one I dude on Spaceship Earth. It was a pretty cool thing. And then, um, so I'm usually make a post on the homepage of the DPN about some wrap-ups and stuff, and the Westfest dates for the next three years have been programmed, coinciding with the, the 10th anniversary of the DPN and the 10th Westfest. And uh, I did allude that it might be the last one. Wait, wait. Next time will be the... Or the... The 10th. The 10th. Th- if we make... you, know, I make, wait, pick, three more years, you'll make 10. Yes. And the 10th will probably bring a, 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 you know, do a banquet again, have some headline entertainment, and most likely, depending on if someone wants to take over or not, I don't know, we'll call it quits. Okay. 10 years, nice place to cut it. So we'll see. Well, based on the percentage of decrease over the years, by the time you get to 10, there may be only 15 (laughs) people there. Yeah, well, you know. Well, it sounds so sad. Well, it's not sad. It's just the way Every things are going. End, right? You know, Mouse Fest ended. That was actually a lot of we, fun and good excuse to go to Florida. We lasted longer than them already. They were only around for five years. Was that all they were around for? 2003 well, to 2008. All things that ended up combining into the one big thing. So, yeah. So, uh, that was that's that's pretty much that. Okay, dokie. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up the exit music. You guys ready to to yeah, say your goodnights? Okay. So we have uh, wrapping it up. Thanks for listening. You guys, want to say anything else besides goodnight? Uh, I have nothing else to say. All right. Shaft. Good night. Good night. <laughs>